0: Speak to him. They are who we thought they were. And we let them about to- the I get out of here, and just just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left, left. 372 Y sticks. Woo!
1: The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt.
0: Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All
2: right,
0: let's All go. right, let's go.
2: Turn me down. Turn me down over me there. Yeah, the echo. Yeah, the echo hit me like a <laughs> Yeah, we had the power to it. Hey. That's right. I heard, did I thought I heard Chris say that they had that or that basically they they got knocked off the air at some point today. Right. So yeah. it was during his show they got knocked off the air. Yeah. Daggum. Wouldn't you like it's to for be For a brief moment. Okay. Wouldn't you like, though, to kind of just be hanging out in the studio and just kind of watch everybody when that happens?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they just keep on doing the show because
2: usually you're still streaming. But in this case, the stream
1: went down as well.
2: I see. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Very interesting. Well, you know, fingers crossed. Look, stuff happens when storms come and rain comes and, you know, when you're dealing with electricity, all kinds of stuff happens. Good to be with y'all here on this Thursday, we have a little breaking news today. I'm going to get into that. Um, just a little bit ago, you had a media opportunity with Chris Lamonis, the head baseball coach at Mississippi State, and some news has come out of that. Yes, injury news and updates. Uh, still, you know, not all the gory details, but certainly more than you had. You got a JT update. Got a JT again update from you know an official source this time, not just speculation. This comes from uh, the head coach. And uh, um, we also have, a, therefore, an update on the pitching rotation uh, for the weekend for Mississippi State. So I'm going to give you all of that, get into all of that and more with you here today on this Thursday. Plenty to get into. A little football for you today also. I found something that I thought was really neat. And... Uh, I've got something I want to share with you, an update on a famous person that everybody knows. You've all watched his show. It's a game show. And uh, my friend Jimmy sent me an update via their own update on Twitter. And I'm going to get that out there in your lap as well, because I want you to be able to, to have that. So a lot coming your way. Now, first and foremost, order of business. Welcome to the show on this Thursday in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team—they are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Hometown heroes, local agents in all 82 counties—that's what you have with Farm Bureau Insurance. If you don't have your insurance with Farm Bureau, give them a shot. You'll be glad you did. You can look up all the information and who, what, and you know who the agents are in your counties if you don't already know at favrates.com. Again, that's favrates.com. Also, hey to everybody. Watching, tuning in, popping up there on the Facebook live stream, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Hey, Lynn, Hail State to you. Speaking of Hail State, check out my hat. If you're watching on the Facebook feed or on Twitter, look at that. That's a Titleist golf hat from the Mississippi State University golf course, and it's white, and it's, the tightlist is in maroon, and on one side it has the Mississippi State logo, and on the other side of the bill it says Bulldogs. Uh, I got that net mesh and breathable material that it's made out of. Pretty cool. It's a, it's a really neat hat. It sure is. I'm going to see if I can wear this one out. Thanks to the golf course for the new hat. And hail State to you, Lynn. All right. If you are listening, you want to be a part of the show, as always, lots of ways for you to do it. I'm interested in your feedback. As again, we've got some baseball news for you. So y'all call me on the Divinity Equipment phone. It's 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059 and you know what uh, you didn't do what's that
1: you haven't updated us on that uh big old box of mattress you got
2: oh yeah yeah well you know like i told you so whatever crud the you know basically the flu that has gone through our house i had it all last week you know um okay. now the homecoming queen is under the weather uh and fighting through that today it's still today and it's thursday And it took me a good solid seven days to sort of kind of start feeling normal again. I imagine she's going to go through the same thing. So because of that, we kind of have put the unveiling off. I've got the mattress in the box. I've got the pillow top mattress cover pad in a box. And so we're just kind of waiting for her to get healthy so she can jump in there with me on that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because it's one of those things, I mean, a bed and where Brett a moment. (laughs) Exactly. Right. It's. This definitely needs to include her. Yeah, but I appreciate the reminder. And by the way, um, if y'all want to follow me on that, follow me on Instagram because I'm going to post pictures and updates. I've already done that as the mattress was delivered from Nest and Wild. It's just at Radio Wyatt uh, on Instagram, same as Twitter and same as Facebook. What Um, kind of little dog is that down there in your picture? Oh, that's my, uh, that's Lady. Okay, we have two miniature Schnauzers. The big one is he's all white, basically, and he's champ. And the small one, she's gray, salt and pepper color. She's lady. That's lady who got in the picture. She's like looking at the box going, now you're telling me there's a California mattress in that box? Ain't no way. That's kind I of the look on her face a dog there. dog biscuit in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there. I, I don't think Nest and Wild delivers mattresses with dog biscuits. I'm not sure. She can, she can hope. She can hope. But if y'all want to do like me and get one, you can. It'll... Nestandwild.com. Use code bully twenty. That's B-U-L-L-Y two zero. Bully twenty. You'll get twenty percent off any size mattress. It'll be on your doorstep in three to five days. You will get a free pillow top mattress cover with it if you use that code at Nest and Wild. It's a Mississippi company making all American made mattresses, delivering them to your door. I like that motto. What's that? Rest well, live wild. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hey, and y'all text me also on the uh, Country Pleasing text line. It's 885-ESPN. That's a 601 number. 885-ESPN or 885-3776. So if you want to text the show, that's the number to do it. And uh, so text away. We're going to get into this JT again stuff now. Uh, I've had several questions over the weeks and months about JT again from our um, – Big Mississippi State baseball fan living in Baltimore, Maryland, who uh, listens to the show. Jay in Baltimore. I just want to bring this up because uh, somebody named Tyrone tweeted me just a little while ago, three hours ago on Twitter. I'm Radio Wyatt. And he says, it's Jay in Baltimore's 50th birthday today. Happy birthday, Jay. And Tyrone said, Hottie toddy. Now, how about that? See, now we can all get along. We have Hottie totties wishing Jay in Baltimore happy birthdays. This is another example that we can cross the aisle and we can all get along. Jay, wherever you are and however you're listening, happy birthday to you, sir. I hope it's a great one. So here is the update, the info. Um, several media sources out there tweeting this uh, in kind of information. Because they had a media gathering with Chris Lamonis, the head baseball coach at Mississippi State, about 30 minutes ago. So if you're listening live here um, on uh, the zone in the middle of the day, it was about 30 minutes ago. If you're listening to a replay version at night, it was not 30 minutes ago. It was longer ago. But according to Logan Lowry, who is the Mississippi State beat writer for the North Mississippi Daily Journal, he says... Chris Lamonis says that pitcher JT Ginn will miss the remainder of the season after elbow surgery. Also, outfielder Tanner Allen will miss time with a broken hand. He's already undergone surgery. And uh, the term that was used, I was reading, the term that was used for your three-hole hitting right fielder Tanner Allen was that he had the surgery on a broken hand and he's out indefinitely. He could, he could be back as early as two weeks, but there's just no way to know. So here's the thing: broken hands not going to keep Tanner Allen out for the rest of the year. It's just a matter of how does it heal, how fast does it heal, so that he can come back. You know, the bone to heal up, and he can actually get back out there and start playing again. You can come back during a season from a broken hand, but if I can, you know, remind you, depending on which hand it is. And he's a left-handed hitter. You think about from a hitting perspective. You're left-handed, then you know your hand at the bottom. Your bottom hand is your right hand. It's against the knob. Your top hand is the left hand. And I believe Tanner is a. I believe he's a right-handed thrower. Uh, so you got to kind of think about that. You use the example of now, the tw- the 2018 baseball season, right? Isn't that the year that. No, oh, no, no, no. It was 2017. It was Jake Mangum's sophomore year when he dealt with the hand injury, isn't it? Mangum, a switch hitter, had a basically a fracture in one of his hands, you know, and fought that all year long, uh, but came back and played with it. But maybe the bigger news is that JT again. I don't know that it's necessarily like a terrible surprise for state fans or for anybody to hear that he went and had some elbow surgery. Now, again, it's vague. They have not confirmed. I haven't seen a, a surefire set confirmation that, hey, this elbow surgery was Tommy John surgery. But that sure as heck is what it sounds like. You know, that may be speculating, but that sure is what it sounds like. One of those things where, you get a partial tear and that deal in there, and they go well. It's best just to go ahead and have this Tommy John surgery, so that you heal up quicker and get over it. So let the speculating begin on what it means for the future of JT. Again, does it mean that he comes back from that elbow surgery and plays another year of college baseball, or you know, are his college days over? No way to know. Lots of speculation on that It'll be happening for the foreseeable future. What you do know is at some point Tanner Adam will come back. Now you also know this. Here's how State is now going to roll out its pitching staff starting this weekend, starting tomorrow. you got a Friday-Saturday-Sunday series with Quinnipiac in town. Christian McLeod, the Saturday starter, is going to move up and be the Friday starter tomorrow. Will Bednar, who has been a hard-throwing right-handed, just lights-out guy out of the bullpen for State, He's got a brother who's a major leaguer. Will Bednar is now going to make his first start in a Mississippi State uniform on Saturday. He's been a bullpen guy. Now he's going to go into a starting role on Saturday. And then you'll have Eric Sarantola in his normal Sunday spot. So Sarantola does not move. Christian McLeod moves up to Friday's. And now Will Bednar comes out of the pen, goes into a starting role, and he will pitch on Saturday. Excited to watch that and see how he's going to be able to do. Okay, let's get into it from there. First up today on the Davini Equipment phone, Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson. Highway 51 Madison, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson is Chuck. Hey, Chuck, what's up?
1: Good morning, good afternoon.
2: How you guys? Man, just right. I just wanted you to
1: know uh, that it is actually a law that a man should not open a mattress box without the woman present because things happen, and you're actually you know making a very smart decision. You don't even know it, but you're making a very smart decision by
0: including your wife in that. <laughs> it's
2: just not anything, um, anything home ec. I'm talking like couches, chairs, curtains, bedding, um, anything. I will not do that go through that alone. I ain't doing it
1: and you' and you're a smart man I just you know wanted to congratulate you on your decision making a process
2: <laughs> thanks Chuck. <laughs> I appreciate the call. That's from a man who sounds like he's kind of been there done that you know it's not it's just you know when you, be, when, you when you're married what is it they tell you you know in your vows as you stand up there in front of the whole church. You know, you're now become one. You're one. It's no more me and her. It's us. <laughs> so things like that, they better include her. <clears throat> All right, Nick over here on the Country Pleasing text line. 885 ESPN. JT Ginn out for the year. Had elbow surgery. Sounds like Tommy John, but that's not confirms anywhere. Tanner Allen surgery on a broken hand. He's going to come back. Just don't know when. Switching up the pitching rotation this weekend. Nick on the country-pleasing text. Hate it for JT, but if I had a son, no way I would have allowed him to turn down life-changing money to go to state. Such a shame. Jason says, it took my hip six weeks to heal. Fractured across the big part of the bone, just under the ball. A hand won't take that long. Yeah, it won't. You know, two, it's probably not your normal broken hand sort of situation. What I mean in terms of rehab and the medical attention you're going to get, let's just face it here. Here's a fact for you. You're the starting right fielder, three-hole hitter of Mississippi State's baseball team. You're going to get the best medical attention and advice (laughs) around the clock. Rehab. All that kind of stuff. Not that you wouldn't get it elsewhere. Just saying there will be no shortage of attention paid to that right hand. That's just kind of the way it is. It's about like being a quarterback on a football team. Uh, You got a little issue, you're going to be taken care of. Um, Again, I don't know what kind of break. There's lots of different ones. There's hairline fractures that don't take as long to heal. You know, they go in there, put a pin in it, put some kind of, I don't know, plate in there that Braces it for the future. The bone grows around it. And now it's good to go. There are big breaks all the way across. I got mad and punched something one time many, 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 many years ago. And I got what they call boxer break. And it was in my right hand. They called it boxer break. So a punch. And if you were to follow the bones on the back of your hand from the knuckles on down, about the middle one over. Um, to the outside it just broke all those bones right straight across there like if you just took a saw and sawed them in half broke them right across there. hands all folded up and deformed looking
1: but that smarted a bit
2: it really did hurt but you know roger what it did is it swelled up i start to say swole up it swelled up so thick and tight just like a catcher you should have seen my hand like a catcher's mitt man it was incredible like those photos you see when someone gets their hand bitten by a rattlesnake or whatever, and it just swells up to the point it's about to pop. That's what my hand did when I broke it. And like I never... Will
1: Ferrell in the, in the candidate uh, the That's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> the, the snake got him. That's right. That's what it looked like. And like real banana hands. I didn't go to the doctor. I talked to someone who was a friend of mine who was an orthopedic guy at the time. This is many, many, many years ago, post-college, though. And he said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, it's swelled, swelled up tight enough and everything. I mean, he said, you can go, and all they're going to do is put a cast on it. It's just going to be basically like it, like it is inside of a cast. So I didn't go. I didn't go and get a cast or anything. Now, And it healed up. Bones grew to, together. Now, you know, one knuckle is a little out of place. It didn't grow back exactly like it was before, but it's pretty much fine. But you think about it. If you get a hairline or they go in there, you say, what kind of surgery? Well, they probably go in there and put some type of synthetic plate or brace or something, you know, and bolt it to the bones in the hands, let it heal up, come back in a couple of weeks and just keep playing baseball. Hate it for him, going to miss some time. And hate it for the baseball team, they're going to miss him. But that's kind of the situation they find themselves in right now. And, you know, what are you going to do about it? I just think that injuries happen. You hate it. Now, you know, back over to the J.T. Ginn thing. It is, you know, you do. You hate it for him. Uh, Turned down the couple million dollars to sign as a first-round draft pick out of high school. Immediately showed his talent last year as a uh, freshman at Mississippi State. On the mound. Just immediately showed it. As soon as he got out there and started throwing a baseball, anybody watching could see. Man, he's throwing so hard and the ball is just moving all over the place. <laughs> Nothing was straight. He had hitters completely off balance. You know, TV analysts and coaches alike just gushing over his talent last year as a freshman and then ran into some arm trouble, soreness, something. You know, did that Tennessee series, missed a few starts, some. And then worked his way back, pitched in the College World Series last year in Omaha, was really good, became the freshman of the year out there in college baseball, or, you know, in the SEC. Um, and then just, I don't know, I, I, I there was something happened for JT in that right elbow in his first start of the year this year in that opening weekend on that Friday against Wright State. Something happened. Had to have. Because if there had been any kind of indication with a guy like that who turned down the first-round stuff to come play for you, he's coming into his sophomore year, if there had been any indication of an arm issue in the offseason, in the preseason leading up to the start of the season, they would have shut him down. You'd have never seen him throw a pitch this year. There were any indication of that. But there wasn't. And right on schedule he's out there to open the season on that first game on a Friday night. And something must have happened in that start. That's the only way to explain it. It's the only thing that makes any sense. He was out there for about three innings and that was it. And well, Matt, what's that?
1: Well, be- beyond the fact that, I mean, it's obviously going to negatively impact the team, not to have a-, a-, a talent like that out there on the mound. Beyond that though. I mean, it, Everybody's writing it off like you know he's lost all that money. He's never going to have a chance at it.
2: No, that's not true. Don't people
1: come back from these oh, yeah. surgeries pretty routinely? That's why they do this particular one.
2: Yes, uh, so he, much. Yeah, that's exactly right, Roger. No, I mean this is not a. This isn't a situation for so, him where he's never going to have a shot at at um, you know the being drafted money. again or the money. That's right. Um, I guess he missed the first year me you know (laughs) there are you know major league baseball is full of guys who've had tommy john surgery in fact make no mistake about it there are people who behind the scenes will tell you hey nine out of ten guys who have this time have tommy john surgery are better after the surgery than they were before and they're certainly more durable after the surgery than they were before there I'd are heard people something about that. Yes, yeah. there people, are people, people getting the surgery. That's it. They'll look you straight you in the eye it. and say, "I I hope my kid gets the surgery." Now, I'm not the expert, but those people are out there for sure. The surgery well, itself, the, the case, Tommy he's John, be
1: really something.
2: <laughs> the Tommy John deal and coming back from that is not a. That's not really an issue. It's just, what's the time frame on it? Stick around. back on the show just getting started with you here on this Thursday in the Farm Bureau studio Farm Bureau go with the home team they are your home team at Farm Bureau Hometown heroes in all 82 counties in the state. We also stay connected to you because of CSpire the number one network in Mississippi SeaSpire customer inspired. Roger, real quick, you had some Tommy John stats, I think, that maybe had been pulled up by uh, Ben earlier. You still have those in front of you?
1: I, I don't have them in front of me, but I remember them. Uh, okay. Because of all the studies, there's like four different ones we read about, the return in the major leagues to pitching successfully or competitively is about 79 to 80%. So they're saying four out of five people okay. who have that surgery uh, can return uh, and it's a success. Okay. And it you, generally takes nine months to a year for that to happen.
2: Nine months to a year, four out of five you, usually come back.
1: Do you remember a couple of years ago uh, a player named Seth? Was it, it Maness, M-A-N-E-S-S? Is
2: that, I, I don't think okay. I do.
1: Okay. Well, he had a different surgery that's supposed to tighten that up to about four or five
2: months. Hmm. I wonder. I was wondering how
1: that turned out.
2: For yeah. Him. He had so okay. Know. You know, and again, nobody knows – because right now, what we don't know is the seriousness. You know that Tommy John's deal. What do they call it? The um, uh, is it the something? What is the name of that lig- ligament? The ulna or ulnar something? Whatever. I don't know. I got to look it up. But I know that there are varying degrees of seriousness in terms of tearing that and having to have the Tommy John surgery. You can have. Like ulnar collateral. Ulnar collateral, that's it. It's hard for me to say. You can have like a partial tear of that thing that requires the surgery, 10% tear, 15, 20% tear. I've heard, you know, over the years, a lot of guys that would would are playing year after year with a 15%, a 20% tear in that ulnar collateral ligament in the elbow. UCL And there are a lot of guys, then you know that you get a 40, 45, 50% tear of that thing. There's no doubt you're done. You're having the surgery. That's your only hope. So there's varying degrees of that. I don't know if you have the surgery, depending on the severity of the injury ahead of time, if that affects how long it is till you come back. Having said all of that, if indeed it is the. We hear elbow surgery. We automatically think Tommy John's. If that's what it is, Tommy John surgery. It just leads me to believe that it's a situation where JT Ginn will need to come back from that injury. The rehab is tough. Most guys come back stronger after it. And he'll need to pitch another year in college. That's the way it sounds to me anyway. But I don't know everything.
1: So he's got to prove himself again before he'll have that same draft status.
2: That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, absolutely. That
1: sounds like it's working out for the dogs.
2: Yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Uh, over here on Facebook, on the Facebook live stream, Bobby says uh, we we're talking about the boxer break in my hand. He said, I've had boxer break on both of my hands that only broke behind uh, both of my pinky fingers. One when a basketball hit the end of my left pinky. And broke the other hitting a very hard piece of steel. Yeah. You know, that's it. I mean, you could get the boxer break. It'd be just right there on the outside. Mine was like from the third knuckle over, just straight across as if somebody had just cracked them all across there. It was pretty incredible. Healed up from it pretty well, though.
1: Worst I heard was a guy caught a ball and it went between like the third and fourth finger. Oh, yeah. Just split that Split
2: it. Uh. No good. Thinking about it. (laughs) Since we are talking about breaks and injuries, listen to this. The Dallas Renegades of the XFL lost quarterback Landry Jones to a knee injury during Sunday's loss to the Houston Roughnecks, and offensive coordinator Hal Mummy played hurt for most of the game.
1: Got hit again.
2: Mummy was involved in a nasty sideline collision with Renegades running back Cameron Artis Payne, the former Auburn running back. During the second quarter of Sunday's loss to Houston, Mummy got his back turned but couldn't avoid the hit. The Renegades announced on social media Monday that Mummy broke his leg on the play. Oh, man, how? He finished the game calling plays from the sideline, though. With a broken leg. Now, this coming weekend, he's going to coach from the booth, of course. (laughs) He should stay in the booth. (laughs) Look,
1: I love that guy. He doesn't halfway well, pay attention when he's out there with these car VW wagon-sized men running right. around on the field. <laughs> he got nailed by a, a JSU player when he was doing the show here, and John uh-huh. Bond and I joked that he should not go out there on the sidelines without being in pads. <laughs> Get him a set of pads, but, man. Because it, it really put the hurt on him. Well, that, and I don't know one.
2: how old he is, but he's got a broken leg now.
1: And he's, oh, and he, well, he he's gotten bad luck. uh Don't stand
2: next to Hal. Um, He also got hit by an 18-wheeler. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. If you are coaching on the sideline during a highly competitive college, well, even high school, high school, college, or professional game. Or practice. Listen, I don't care who you (laughs) are. And and Coach Mummy, this goes for you, and we love you. But you ain't what you used to be. (laughs) Get off the sideline. If you aren't in good enough physical shape, to get your out of the way of a a theoretical 18-wheeler bearing down on you, a 235-pound <laughs> running back who runs a 4'6", if you aren't capable of getting out of the way, don't stand out there on the sideline. That's like a few years ago when we played uh, Kansas State, right before Bill Snyder, their coach who was in his 80s, retired right after that. So we're going back two football seasons ago. And my thought was, I mean, this is great. He's a prince of a guy. He's a dean of coaches in college football. He is a good coach. Twice he's built that program up from nothing into something. They named the stadium after him. He's an icon in Manhattan, Kansas, okay, and rightfully so. But at that time, we're playing that game, and he's standing over there on the sideline. And, yeah, he had coaches around him and players around him, and maybe some of them their job, hey, is Hey, watch out for coach. If they start to barrel towards him, get him out of the way. But look, under no circumstances should an 84, 85-year-old guy be standing over there just out in the open air when they're playing football right in front of him. It is a darn miracle that Bill Snyder at Kansas State never had a broken hip or something like that with players. You know how many times players go barreling into the sideline full speed? It's an absolute miracle that they didn't roll him up and break at least one hip at some point while he was coaching. (laughs) And I know, I know that coaches want to be one of the guys on the team. They want to be one of the guys, you know? I mean, for Pete's sake, we got Les Miles and Nick Saban dyeing their hair a darker color every year to cover up the gray. I thought it was. They really Actually, want Brown. us to believe yeah. that they aren't aging, Roger, when they are aging. And it's obvious. They're old men. <laughs> and
0: Coach Mummy, we love you. You and all speculate and create things, and then you want people to respond to it.
2: Coach Mummy, we love you. And you are young at heart. But that's it. You are not a youngin' anymore. You got no business down there on the sideline during a ball game. You don't coach from the booth. Yeah, well, I can't see the well, can't see it as well from the booth. It's time to get off the sideline. We can't have you down here breaking your legs because you can't get out of the way. They can get workers comp for that. <laughs> what kind of insurance does the XFL have, coach? We're going to have to call him up and find out. Broken leg trying to coach in the XFL. Well, you know, YOLO, we can say that. YOLO, you only live once.
1: (laughs) And Hal's getting after it.
2: (laughs) Uh, He's getting after it all right.
1: He's worked more places than I have.
2: (laughs) Hey, and that's most football coaches, man. If you're (laughs) opposed to moving, don't get in the coaching profession. i got something with Coach Leach coming up next that I heard him say. I think you'll find it interesting. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Man, a lot of news today out of Starfleet. Um, Associate Athletics Director at State, Jared Binko, is leaving the Bulldogs. He's going to go be the new Athletics Director at Georgia Southern. Yep. So Jared Binko, B-E-N-K-O. He's kind of been John Cohen's right-hand man for the last few years in the Athletics Department of Mississippi State. And now he is moving over to Statesboro, Georgia, to be the new AD there at Georgia Southern. So congrats to Jared. Very highly thought of up-and-comer. Now, I don't know if Jared is a Georgia native. I think he is. Uh, I know he came through the University of Georgia, but just a super guy. I have really enjoyed getting to know him jared and and work kind of around him and see him on the bus on trips and different in the plane and stuff like that and when we had the ball game in nashville back uh, before the first of the year uh, he really helped me and my family out a great deal he you know there was a couple of passes to a couple of events that he hand delivered to us and helped us with our schedule and kind of the layout of the hotel and it was just you know, like kind of like that servant leadership at its very, very best. He had certainly other things to handle and to be doing. Uh, but he really helped us and so he's just gonna do really, really well.
1: Think be a, a procession of Mississippi folks going over to Georgia. Like Who Matt else? Luke,
2: Matt Luke. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Luke over there. He's coaching at the other bull other bulldogs. Where's Liberty? That's in Virginia. That's in right? Virginia, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Liberty is in Virginia. All right. Uh, Y'all want to be a part of the show? You can be. Love to hear your voice today on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. Check it out. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, there it is right there. See it? See it? 601-995-1059. That's the Divinity phone, so give me a shout. Or uh, shoot me a text over here on the country, please, and text line. It is 885-ESPN. That's a 601 number, 885-ESPN. Text away. Eight eight five ESPN or eight eight five three seven seven six. Country pleasing sausage, the best anywhere. Trust me on that. Country pleasing. There's a reason you pull up to the table. You say country pleasing, please. It's on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Country pleasing sausage. Look for that hog. Look for that red hog. Couple things for you here coming up. Hey, we were talking about um Mummy, his old coaching colleague, Mike Leach. I saw something from Coach Leach on Twitter. <clears throat> Roger, what do you think about this? So the, the university, they they send out these cool videos from time to time and for different reasons. Sometimes it's just to send it out, give an update, let people see what it's like. Others it may have a purpose. Like this one, they sent out. It had a a ticket message. In other words, at the end of this quick video on Twitter of Mike Leach, they want you to buy tickets. Go ahead and reserve your tickets for the upcoming football season. And there's some really cool shots of a full stadium and people ringing cowbells. There was a cowbell theme. Well, Mike Leach is in the video and he's describing the noise of the cowbell in this video. That's what this is.
0: I love the fact it makes a great deal of noise. I love the fact that it's a unique noise. Instead of the one cow wandering through the field, it's a stampede of cows running through the field. As it should be, a stampede. You know, and that's the important thing about Mississippi State. When you come play at Mississippi State, it's gonna be a stampede.
2: So there it is—a stampede. They've dubbed you in some. want that cowbell. <laughs> they've dubbed in some sound effects, and in the middle of it, you know, he says it's not just one cow wandering through the field; it's a stampede. Ro- Roger, that's the first version here. Now, I—I I, I threw
0: in my own edit
2: into <laughs> another into another version. See what you think.
0: I love the fact it makes a great deal of noise. I love the fact that it's a unique noise. Instead of the one cow wandering through the field, it's a stampede of cows running through the field. What do you think? You like, you
2: like that? Do You like
0: it? You know, and that's the important thing about Mississippi State. We come play at Mississippi State. It's going to be a stampede. It's
1: going to be a stampede. What do you, you hear? Think about all those that? bells ring. I mean, it's it's very
2: moving. Very, very moving. <laughs> What do you think about that though? The Stampede—they've kind of locked in on that because he the, said that in an interview. I—I
1: I, I love it. Stampede is an awesome action word. Uh, mm-hmm. Great for sports. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it works for the air raid.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, yeah, sounds well, good. Well, I, we, I don't blame him for latching on to it. <laughs> well, here we come. All right, uh, Davini Equipment phone line. Luvier hanging on over here, and let's see what he has to say. What's up, Luvier?
0: good afternoon, gentlemen, and go
1: Saints. So I feel sorry for Coach Mummy because, yeah, those dudes are coming fast and they're really big. Uh, Even when they're not big, when I was a little younger, I was an official uh, for MAIS, and I was at a field and doing my job well on the wing, and, and the running back came, and I got right behind him, and he decided to reverse field and came right back to me, and the linebacker was faster than him. And I was not faster than either one. And when they got on me and we went down, I was I was hurt for a week, man. Everything about me hurt my hand, my knee, my hip, my, my everything. It took me a full week, and I didn't even uh, you know I just got tackled once.
0: Yeah, right.
1: So just broken once. leg is no fun, and we uh, we'll pray for Coach Mummy. Hey, love your show. Go Saints.
2: Thanks, Olivier. Go Saints. Yeah, we'll pray for Coach Mummy. It's just, you know, life comes at you. You get to a certain age, and I know these coaches are dyeing their hair, and, you know, they're on their low-calorie diets, got to fit into those coaching pants, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I get it. But you get to a certain age where it's not safe for you to be standing down there on a field anymore. That's why they have a coaching booth.
1: (laughs) I I just realized, you know, people who, like, you know, ball guys – can you know, we get made fun of a lot, but we can make fun of people who color their hair. That's or right. wear a toupee.
2: Well yeah, we can. Because um, we're we're just being honest about our deal. I'm not trying to cover anything up. Right. I right. wear hats because I like them. They keep my head from being sunburned and I'm sponsored. Baldness is a sign of integrity. And I'm that's right. I'm sponsored. <laughs> You're exactly right, Roger. I got nothing to hide. You see my bald head? I'm actually kind of proud of it. Well that's the a over. I think you're trying to fool me. Yeah, man. Like, how dumb are you? And you think I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, so what we said about hair pieces. There's, no, I mean, I've got, I'm not like, a. am not making some big character judgment because someone wears a toupee. Some old man is wearing a hair piece, a toupee, fake hair. You don't want to have a bald head. You want it to look like you have hair. Fine. I'm not going to judge you for that. But here's what they all need to understand. You must understand. If you listen to me, y'all listen. If you are wearing a toupee, listen. We know it doesn't fool anyone. Part of this thing about a hairpiece for you and a toupee is not that certain people have no clue that it's not your real hair. You're totally pulling it off. No, none of them do. I hate to say that. You're going, well, Matt. You know, if you would take a different stance on this, you might could get somebody like a on your show as a sponsor who sells hairpiece. I don't. I, let's be honest about it. Even to yeah. them, you're providing a good service. Some people don't want to wear hats; they just want to put fake hair up there to keep their head from getting sunburned. They like the way it looks better. Okay, fine. But not it, one single solitary person actually believes it's your hair. We all can see. We know.
1: I told you about. The, down here on, on Lakeland Drive, the unfortunate juxtaposition of businesses. We have uh Nouveau hair and the rug place. <laughs> one sign right on top of the other. And a boy. I would love though. I would almost pay money to it instead of every day, hey, look at my new hat on Facebook.
2: <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> look right. at my
1: new hair piece. Look at this one. Got right. a brun- I'm a brunette today. What
2: do you think about this one? Yeah. Dreadlocks. That's what I'd do. I'd go all out, man, if they want to give me hair pieces. All right, Trey on Facebook has an interesting uh, question here. It goes back to the comment at the beginning of the show. I think Trey just tuned in. He said, did JT again have, quote, elbow surgery, or did he have Tommy John's? I'm under the impression he had elbow surgery, which is possibly moving his nerves. I sure hope he doesn't have some nerve damage. He can get drafted with Tommy John very easily. Yeah, here's the thing, Trey. They said elbow surgery. Lamonis today said elbow surgery. Nobody said Tommy John surgery. I have taken a, what may be a risk, and here on my show, I have gone ahead and crossed that proverbial bridge and said, you know, most of the time when I hear a pitcher having elbow surgery, most of the time as we're talking about Tommy John. Now, again, it's not confirmed. Maybe it's speculation. But it sounds like Tommy John surgery. And that's what we talked about a while. What are the possibilities? And I agree with you. You know, you read more often than not. There are a lot of people that go out, even at the hint of needing it, go ahead and have the surgery because now you're starting to have this belief. Guys believe that they are bigger, stronger, better, and more durable after Tommy John surgery just about every time. I don't think there's some big, tremendous negative connotation about having the Tommy Johns thing. I think it's just about how long does it keep you out, and if so, what do you do when you come back if you're JT again? Do you pitch in college again another year and kind of prove yourself and then get drafted, or what? All we know for certain is he won't pitch this year, and the whole situation is very unfortunate for everybody. We do know that. Hour two coming up. Stay with me.